Hey guys, welcome to the inaugural Hope Students Podcast. This is Chris. Um, this week we're going to be kicking it off with Blake Parrott. Blake, I'm going to go ahead and ask you an intro question so people get to know you a little bit better. Uh, if you could play any instrument in the world, what would it be and why? Uh, that's a great question. Um, I think I would play the uh, like um, the accordion piano combo <laughs> type deal. I just think that would be sick in, in all honesty. Is there a specific song you want to play on the accordion piano? Oh, good. Um, probably Scars of Glory by Drew Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> so guys, uh, a little bit about this podcast. Um, we're just going to have interns from uh, this summer kind of share their heart with you and uh, just give you a little piece of their story and uh, how God has kind of shaped their lives. So again, this week we're starting off with Blake, and he's going to share a little bit. Um, his his talk is about awesome out of context. Blake, take it away. Sweet. So um, yeah, so this week I'm talking about the word awesome and how I believe that it's been taken out of context. Um, but I'll open with this um, and say, when I say the word awesome, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Now, this is a church podcast, so if you're thinking God, then you're on the right track. But if you aren't, then don't worry, because you aren't too far off. The word awesome has become just another word in our vocabulary to describe the things that are cool, but the word awesome has been used to describe the creation of God and God himself hundreds of times in Scripture and in the years since the Bible's creation. The word awesome, or something like it, first appears after the creation of the earth, the sky, the seas, the plants, the sun and moon, the birds and the sea creatures, all the types of wildlife on earth, and finally, man and woman. And Genesis 1.31 says, God saw everything he had made, and it was supremely good, and the creation was awesome. Um, going off that, uh, the word awesome is defined as extremely impressive, inspiring, great admiration, breathtaking, magnificent, wonderful, amazing. That is exactly what God meant when he had finished the creation of the earth and life. And he didn't just mean that it was cool. And in no way was it just casual or informal. Even God himself was in awe of the glory of the creation. Um, this is where we must realize our place in being in awe and using the word awesome. We can either be in awe of the creation that God has made, or we can be in awe of God himself as the creator of all things. Worship of the creations itself um, in a loss uh, is a loss of sight of the almighty creator. Um, and we begin to be so focused on the creation and what is right in front of us that we lose sight of the awesome jaw-dropping majesty of the creator himself. He is awesome. He is extremely impressive. He inspires great admiration and honor. He is breathtaking, magnificent, wonderful, and so amazing. So when you say the word awesome, recognize the things as his creation and that all things we are surrounded by are awesome and meant to leave us in awe. Um, going through scripture, I found some verses that really stuck out to me. Um, word word um, awesome um, stands out a lot in scripture to me. Um, it just means so much more than it looks like on the surface. Um, but those verses to remember the awesomeness of our God um, is first, 
basically all of Genesis 1. Please read it for yourself. Um, then uh, Psalm 66, 5, which says, Come and see God's deeds. His works for human beings are awesome. God is doing awesome things for us, and they're happening around us every day, every second um, in our lives. Then Psalm 86, 9 through 10, and it says, All the nations that you have made will come and bow before you, Lord. They will glorify your name because you are awesome and a wonder worker. You are God, just you. Um, There's only one God, and he's a wonder worker, and he's our king. He is awesome. Um, And he has called us to bow before him and just bring glory to his name and praise him um, day in and day out. Next, uh, I would say is Isaiah 25.1, and it says, Lord, you are my God, and I will exalt you. Uh, I will praise your name, for you have done wonderful things, planned long ago, faithful and sure. Everything that, that happens, God has planned it a long, long time ago, before the beginning of time, before the creation that I spoke about earlier. Um, he has planned it all, and he has planned so much more for you, and it's all awesome. Um, but finally, Job 5.9 And it says, but I would seek God and put my case to God who does great things beyond comprehension, wonderful things without number. Um, When it says that our God does great things beyond comprehension, I think that it's so easy for us to just misunderstand what he's doing. Things um, may seem out of our control, um, but he never says that things are meant to be in our control. He always says that it's going to be in his um, and that the wonderful things that he's doing are without number. Um, the things that he's doing will never end. Um, and we really are not going to understand all he's doing, but they're awesome. Um, and they're endless. Um, and I would challenge you to let the Lord take your breath away, um, and allow him to breathe new life into you. Um, but that's all I've got. Awesome. Thank you so much, Blake. I was beautiful. I love how you broke down the scripture and uh, really just dove into what God has for us. So hope students, that is it for this week. Uh, You can look forward to one or two of these a week going forward for the rest of the summer. But uh, as of now, we're signing off. Thanks so much for listening. (laughs)